This week on Own Your Business, I'll be joined by Katie Taylor Jacobson to talk about how to pre-qualify for your ideal clients. We'll discuss why it's more important than ever to qualify clients before you talk with them on a discovery call, how to pre-qualify clients without repelling potential ideal clients, and ways to automate the process so you can save time to put towards your best buyers. Own Your Business is a podcast for event professionals who want to grow with proven approaches. I'm Sam Jacobson, a sales, pricing, and copywriting expert in the wedding industry. Throughout my career, I've booked hundreds of events for millions in revenue. I've also led teams in premium and luxury markets. Now I coach people like you with my company, ID Action Consulting. It's not easy to run a business, especially if it's a business of one, because we aren't born knowing everything. Like you, I had experts who showed me the way when I was starting out and when I was ready to level up. I hope this podcast gives you the confidence to own your business. This has got to be the absolute busiest wedding season that I have seen in 15 years. Oh, yeah. I know that you've been in the game a little bit longer than me. Is there a time that you can remember where there were three years squished into six months? <laughs> Thank God, no. <laughs> when engagement season typically hits, you know, is over like between Christmas and February, you know, Valentine's Day. And we would all kind of like strap in. I worked at a venue and it was literally we would schedule every hour on the hour for a site tour of the property. And so I thought that was busy. <laughs> it is nothing compared to what our clients are dealing with right now. The wedding world, I think, obviously been turned upside down by the pandemic. And we've gone from the lowest of lows to the highest of highs. Demand is at its peak and dates for 2022 are super limited. We have some clients that are 80, 90% booked. Some of those are couples who have pushed from even 2021 into 2022, just saying, you know what, we're not going to deal with 2021. But a lot of those are people who have started calling around and realizing that there's not a lot of availability. In fact, I was reading an article in the New York Times recently about how challenging it is for people to find wedding vendors. And, and we all know this in the wedding industry, but if the New York Times is writing about it, they're writing not to wedding vendors, they're writing to couples. And they're saying, hey guys, this is news. This is important that you have this because 2022 is, is going to be dry when it comes to dates real quick. I think that it's important for us to recognize that it can't be business as usual. There is no back to normal when it comes to pandemic. We have to continue to look at what it is that's going on in the marketplace and respond to it as best we can. And going about business as usual is just not possible. I mean, you could do it, but you won't be as successful because if you went along the business as usual approach, I think that what you'd find is that you're probably going to leave oodles of money on the table and you're also going to end up filling your calendar with dates that you otherwise could have booked with better clients better projects, more creative opportunities, working with better vendors. And not burning yourself out. Right, because we want to make sure that we're getting paid the most for the dates that we have on the calendar. We've only got you know, so many dates on the, on the books, just like there's only so many seats in a movie theater or, or beds in a hotel or chairs in a restaurant. We've got a finite capacity as people who are offering, most of us in the wedding industry, offering a one-to-one -one trade of our time for, for our services. And so Katie and I wanted to make sure that we spend a little bit of time going through and talking about ways that you can qualify and even pre-qualify the couples that you're working with so that you're not leaving money on the table, not working with projects that you find boring, and not leaving the opportunities that are right here, right now in front of you 
unattended. I think it's interesting that you are bringing up this idea of qualify or pre-qualify because we typically teach the approach of make it as easy as possible for someone to end up in your inbox. Absolutely. Right? 100%. I mean, it's usually like anoint the process, grease the wheels, whatever, you know, path analogy. Path of least resistance. Yeah, path, path of, of least, least resistance. resistance. Whatever you want to use to explain it. But the end result is we want to make it as easy as possible for people to buy from you until now. That's right. For some people, that's still a thing. You know, if you're just starting out, maybe you're moonlighting right now and you're a weekend warrior and thinking about 2022 is a year you're going to leave your nine to five and go and open up your business. And booking more may be important. You know, we know that it was incredibly important when we did our, our online course, Blueprint to Book More, last February, March, because that's what people wanted was to book more. And what we realize is that the way that things have changed is that the focus needs to be off of booking more and it's about booking better. We want to be responsive. And I can assure you that 99% of the things that we talk about are true no matter what happens. But we want to employ different approaches based on the different market conditions. We still want to look at the way that people make decisions as the fundamental criteria for how to design a sales process, but we want to make adjustments. We've talked about in the past how important it is to look at turning up or turning down a dial based on how much availability you have. And I think that reading the pulse of the market right now with the wedding community is that most people are filling up very quickly for 2022. And we want to put the focus on how can we help you get the absolute best projects to work on for the most money possible, and then also carry that into the 2022 engagement season for 2023 bookings. What we want to really focus on here today is how can we get out of that old mindset of just trying to book as many dates as we can and saying yes to everything that comes through because we're worried that we're not going to be able to get more deposits or more cancellations or postponements. Those things may come, but um, it's less and less likely. And so what we really want to focus on is how can we go through a qualifying process that recognizes that you can be a little bit more selective? How do we do that? So typically when we go through and we look at the qualifying process, that's been baked into our sales workflow that we've taught for years, which is to make people get on the phone and do a discovery process. And that is the number one way that you can go through a qualifying process to have that discovery conversation and you be the best judge of whether that person is ready to buy. And this is, I think, an important part of the conversation I want to spend a few minutes on, which is what does it mean to actually qualify clients? Obviously, there are ways that you can do that. I think probably 90% of the wedding professionals that I hear use the term think about qualifying entirely about money. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do they have a budget to afford my services? Right. And in fact, people will use that interchangeably when I talk with them. It'll be like, oh, yeah, they weren't qualified. You know, they told me about their budget or, you know, or like, oh, yeah, I asked them about their budget. And then they told me and I was like, oh, they're not qualified to buy. And, and yes, you're, you're right. That is part of what it means to qualify somebody for your services. But it's not the only thing. I'm thinking of a dozen in my head right now of things that you can use. And, and I think one of those is that the right personality fit for you. I know plenty of people who had a ton of money 
I didn't have. <laughs> Don't say, name names. And, protect yeah, the innocent. <laughs> protect the guilty <laughs> um, by not naming names. But there were plenty of people that I would have liked to have walked away from based on their personality. It was not a good fit. I knew going into it, it was going to be a contentious situation. And that's certainly something that, that we want to obviously put the focus on is trying to figure out how can we screen qualify for clients in ways that we are spending our time working with people who we like to work with most. Mm-hmm. You and I share a lot about buyer types and you know different communication styles. And, and really, it's about making sure that you're finding buyers who are a good fit for you communication-wise. Sometimes, if you're focused on the connection that you have, uh, the relationship with your clients, and maybe you don't like working with people who are straight to the point and you know, completely you know, unattached to their wedding, that's not going to be a good fit. Uh, or if you, you know, maybe you're somebody who has a very structured approach to doing things and you're working with somebody who's all over the place and has no boundaries on your time, that may be a very frustrating experience. And so when we go through and qualify somebody, we're, we're always paying attention to those things. Money, personality fit, you know, I think the type of project that you're working on, you know, could be for the venue, could be for the planner, could be for the other vendors, could be for building your portfolio, could be for the creative opportunities that it gives you to feed, nourish that creative spirit that you have. I think that there's a lot of focus on making sure that all of those things fit into the qualifications for you to say yes to that particular project. And what we're doing on the discovery call then is we're going through and we're asking questions of the person who's interested in buying our services to identify what are the answers to those questions. What kind of personality do they have? What kind of venue are they getting married at? Who are they working with? What kind of photos will I have of this? What kind of style are they most interested in? How ready to buy are they? Are they just looking or are they ready to make a choice? So when we talk about at ID Action, when we talk about how to best qualify, the absolute number one way that you can do that is going on a discovery call and having a conversation human to human and asking the kinds of questions that are going to give you the kind of answers that you will then pick up on, collect, and choose whether or not this person is qualified to work with you Mm -hmm. for any number of reasons. But here's the problem. It's too damn busy to do that. I was about now. to say, but Sam. <laughs> we can't do that with everybody who comes in. Like right. you said in the beginning, we typically create the path of least resistance so that we try and get as many people into our inbox as possible and then go through the qualification process one by one manually. But we can't do that now. It's too hard to respond to every single person who inquires because we just don't have that many dates available. Most wedding pros don't have that many dates that are open. And so they don't need to book as many people, which means they don't need as many inquiries to get through to that discovery process. And so what we want to do is is first is identify that. That is a strategic shift that needs to be made in many businesses right now is to go from this place of uh, scarcity I don't have enough inquiries and I should take advantage of absolutely every single one of them and move it instead into this place of abundance. I have enough demand on my services that I don't have to worry about everybody saying yes. I can, in fact, I want a bunch of no's because I've only got six dates that I want to fill or three dates or nine dates or whatever it is. And so we want to get better at qualifying our clients, but we want to do it in a way that we've not done so much of in the past. We want to make it harder for them to get to that point where they're in our inbox because we don't want to take our time to spend on everybody who's there. 
one of the easiest ways to do that is just to hit the couple who's interested in your services with all of the information at once, specifically pricing and your products. I'm twitching over here. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 would not recommend that as as a as a preferred path forward because it scares people too much. Um, it's too much information, or it's too serious of information, or it's information that they don't know the value of yet. And you know, I, I go through and I think about like, for instance, Katie and I are you know we love to travel and and we spend a lot of time doing research on our trips. And you know, when we're thinking about okay, let's go on a vacation. The first thing we do is not go through and look at individual hotel rooms, for instance. We first have to pick what kind of trip do we want to go on? What kind of experiences do we want to have? What's a ballpark of how much money do we want to spend? How much time do we want to spend doing X, Y, or Z? Then we can go through and narrow it down to a handful of destinations. And then we can drill in to see what are the experiences that they offer in those destinations. And then we pick maybe one place that we want to go. And then we start looking at different resort or hotel experiences. And then we go through and we look at the different rooms. But if we were looking at researching our travel and we spent all of this time going through and starting with the hotel room and like how many square feet it had and what the bed configuration was and what the size of the balcony was and how much the menu was for the dining at the property. Like that's too specific at that particular time. If you're a wedding professional and you're telling people it costs X amount of dollars and here are the very specific menu items that you can choose from, it's very likely that they are not ready to make that decision. And it doesn't matter whether or not they actually end up wanting that. They're just not ready. They don't desire it or know about that desire at that point. We have spent money with a hotel, for example. We have spent more than we ever intended. Then if they had just put their prices up at the very beginning, we might have bounced. Absolutely. But we put all of our, our research into it and decided on our experience that we wanted. And in the end, we ended up selecting a more expensive option than we had originally intended because it fit our needs better. It wasn't just based on price. And if they had scared us in the beginning, we would have been gone. And the key here is just like a hotel doesn't have you uh, or a resort or a restaurant or a show or, you know, a concert or whatever, they don't want to get on the phone with you with every single potential person who's interested because they have hundreds or thousands of those conversations every month. You don't want to get on the phone with absolutely everybody who's interested in your services, potentially interested in your services. And in times of high competition and low demand, like we've been in for the, certainly the last 20 months, and, and I would argue even really the, the previous three and a half years, going back from the high water mark of 2016, and then obviously there were fewer weddings going on in those three years after, plus a, a huge influx of people who were new vendors in the wedding community, it was harder than ever to vie for a more limited client pool. And so it was really challenging. Competition was stiff. You know, I, I hear people talk about like there's enough business out there for everybody. I don't I don't think there was. Not in 2016, 17, 18, 19. It was hard to get the kind of clients you wanted to work with uh, and pay the kind of rates that you wanted to pay. But now that's different. Now we all have an opportunity because of the huge crush of demand, the extra money that people have in the bank accounts the desire on creating and designing experiences to hang out with family and friends and celebrate life. That's something that people are very interested in doing. And because of the confluence of all of those things, there's more of an opportunity for everybody to be selective. 
we get a chance to pre-qualify and have our websites do more of that work for us. Katie and I have decided that we're going to do a live workshop. We think that that's going to be a great opportunity for us to dive into some of the tactics and to give you some more specific takeaways. Uh, Stay tuned. Check out the show notes. There will be a link that you can click in there to sign up for the workshop if you are interested in seeing some of the very specific recommendations that we think that you can make. Many of them can be made with very little uh, investment as far as uh, time, money, or stress and are things that you can put into practice immediately after the workshop. So we hope that uh, you recognize how important it is for you to put the focus on making the most from the dates that you have on the calendar and also making the most of the energy that you are putting towards your work so that you are working on projects that you love. Because when you work on projects that you love, you will tend to find burnout is not a thing because you love doing what it is that you're doing. We want you to make more money. We want you to have a better experience while doing it. It's super important for us to start thinking about that now. And if you're interested in learning more about how to do that specifically to pre-qualify your best clients on your website, uh, we hope that you click on the link in the show notes and join us on the webinar. Boom. That's it for this episode on Own Your Business. If you've heard me on a stage or a workshop or someone else's podcast, you know I have a hard time keeping it short, but I know you're busy. So thanks for spending time with me today. You have a ton of options for guides when it comes to getting you to where you want to go. I hope you found someone you can continue to trust. If you have a friend who could use practical strategies to own their business, please share this episode with them. If you can't think of anyone in particular, we'd settle for a quick review on whatever podcast platform you listen through. 